Oh my goodness. Hey queen, you're listening to the official Hype Girl podcast with me as your host, Aaliyah Jade. I'm a girl obsessed with hyping people up. And let's be honest, life can be tough, but girlfriends are tougher. And when you forget just how amazing you are, I'll be right here to remind you. Not only will I give you energy, I'm going to keep it real while we fight those intermediate girls with tips, tricks, and tools to get out of your own way. Let's navigate this crazy world together, go after the lives we want, and find all of the rainbows through life's thunderstorms. If you're ready for some real talk and a whole lot of hype, then let's freaking go! Ooh, what is up, my beautiful and good people? How are you living today? I am your host, Aaliyah Jade. You are listening to the official Hype Girl podcast. Uh, the song of the day is one of my favorites now. Uh, it just came out recently, a couple weeks old. It's called No Longer Bound, in parentheses, I'm Free, by Maverick City Music, Chandler Moore, Forrest Frank. Uh, Forrest Frank is from Surfaces, which is amazing. I love them. They're so good, so vibey. Um, and this song is just so good. And it literally hypes me up makes me feel so good makes me feel so free in god's name just like being out here we're living living our best lives we are free we are no longer bound we are made new in christ we are a new creation oh it literally hypes me up and i know you're listening to this and you're like oh girl you have not been consistent with this. Like, what is happening? The last episode was in, I think, the end of July. And even before that, it was, like, sp- spread out. Um, so what's going on, baby girl? Right. Okay. You have every right to think that. Um, and even if I say, I'm on my consistency game now. Like, we're definitely doing this. I've said that before. Like, what's like? who am I to say that it's not going to happen again where I'll fall off? I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking God to help me with my consistency. I'm actually really excited for some things that I have coming up. Um, But I'm not even here to talk about me. I'm here to talk about you and the power of just just you. Um, I really want to talk to you today about just the power of solitude and just being by yourself. Um, And I don't want that to be a deterrent and for you to think that okay I have to go at this alone like I'm alone in this life like head down like blinders on like no there's so much power in community as well and being together and coming and coming together as one and being a unit and going after a goal together there is so much power in community and a support system but there's also power in you just being by yourself and today I want to talk to you about that specific thing and being in solitude um recently I have just been reflecting on life for me and I think it really started with the pandemic 2020 we all shut down we were in our homes um for months on end without really anywhere to go because we didn't want to spread this virus blah 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 and we were really stuck to ourselves or whoever was in the house because we didn't want to spread a virus right and during that time we really got to sit with our thoughts um and we got to be on our lonesome and there was this need for connection and connection is always going to be something that we strive for in life because relationships relationships were made here on this earth for us to for us to be in relation with one another right like relationships are so important connection is important community is important and I think we lost some of that as we were in quarantine and we were shut off from the world um, almost like our own little big brother in a way um, in terms of just like not being able to touch and hug and love on the people around us or our loved ones or being far away from them and not being able to get on a plane and go see them right so we lost a bit of that connection but it also increased the 
this um, activity level on our phones and our screens and like, hey, I'm, ke- I'm checking in on you. Like, this is the way that I know how to connect. I'm texting you. I'm calling you. I'm FaceTiming you. I'm Zoom calling and video conferencing. And we learned to work remote from home and we had to do it facing the cameras, right? And and, and it, it took away the, the pressure of being in person to some degree and not feeling like you have to be like, on 100% all the time and like dress properly and like makeup and like like a filter right it took away some of that that edge that you had there and it peeled back the layers a little bit you could be a little bit more comfortable at home nobody really knew you were in pajamas if your camera was turned off or you only had to dress from the uh, neck down or not neck down but I guess belly up yeah from belly up you had to make sure that you were presentable on camera and it made it a little bit easier you got to make a little bit more um, choices for yourself a little bit more freedom right um, but we were still connected and we were still checking in on people in that way and we were that we thrived in this world online right that Facebook was like super important Instagram TikTok really like bust open during the pandemic as well and I feel like through that we've all gotten attached and addicted to our phones and of course that's not the start of it it started way long ago like there has there are so many studies about social media and what it's doing to our generation right now Gen Z and millennials like what effect it has and the, the advancement of AI and technology and like the whole show Black Mirror like there are so many things going on about our engagement with screens on our computer on our phones they're literally in our pockets every single day right um, and so there, there, there was this like increase in just being available for other people in a way that I have never seen before, and I just, I there's something that I just don't enjoy about people having access to you twenty four seven when they think that they have access to you. Something that I constantly do with my mom, uh, when she gets a phone call, I always, like, we're in the middle of a conversation, or she's doing a training, or she's cooking food, or something, because I feel like she's always on the phone. She's either in a training for work, she's talking to someone, like, in a meeting for work, or she's on the phone. She's constantly talking, and expending energy, and allowing people to take that away from her, too, and I ask her, whenever that phone rings, I'm like, do you need to talk to that person right now? Sometimes it's someone she doesn't want to talk to and she makes this face or this noise and I just know that that's just going to drain her even more. But she picks up the phone or she decides to call them right back after she's done with the one thing she was doing. I'm like, you can take a breather. They don't need to have access to you. You do not need to allow people to let, like you do not have to let people know that you are available right now. And that's something that I'm really trying to do in my life right now too. There is power in just being by yourself and not allowing people to have access to you on their own terms. And not being available for everyone too. That's very important. Boundaries are a thing. And I think that as we continue to go on in this world, as we continue to find our way and as we continue to try to live the lives that we want to live, that we make sure that we have those boundaries for ourselves and what we are allowing to infiltrate our minds um, because when we are around people or we allow people to have access to us all the time we may think that it's comfortable or that it is the right time to share them with share with them our ideas or our vision or our, and our goals and sometimes that's not the person that needs to hear them 
Because I've said this once and I'll say it time and time again. Your dreams, visions, and goals are not for everybody to understand. And when you tell someone that doesn't see the vision that you have, that they weren't given the dreams that you have, they don't have those goals, it's hard for them to understand and then also support you in that because they just physically cannot comprehend it. Mentally to them, it is impossible. And to you, when they try to give you advice, their advice is going to be don't do it. Their advice is going to be no, don't take the risk, don't take the chance, don't pursue your dreams. Like, try to do something a little bit more secure or do something like, do try doing something else, right? Because they don't, they were not gifted the same vision you were gifted with. You can't trust just anybody with the goals and dreams that God has given you. And so you have to put boundaries and and limitations on the people that you allow into your inner circle. But not only your inner circle, who you just allow in general at any given time to speak to you, to speak for you, to like speak on your behalf, you have to guard your surroundings. And that begins with just your time. Making sure that you are allocating time specifically just for you to get things done and work. Allocating time to spend time with just you and God. I've also been learning in this season of life just being by myself and God. And that's something that I never really truly um, dug time out of my schedule for. Yeah, I would spend time in the mornings in my car listening to my devotion or trying to read the a Bible in a year, um, or I've done devotions on my own sometimes, but it's like I'm setting a timer or it's in between, like I'm going to do this task and then I'm going to do my devotion and then I'm going to be on this task. Or maybe sometimes it is the first thing in the morning, but I'm on a time constraint because I have to get ready for this thing. And I've never really set a no limit time boundary on just spending time with God and being with him. And that's never really been something that I've longed for before. But now, right, like right now in my life, as I've progressed in my faith and in my walk with God, that's something that I am constantly craving now. It's like, oh, I really liked that the last time that I just spent time with God and I read his word, whether I read a devotion or I read the Bible on my own and I took notes and I really just truly tried to understand and gain more knowledge on him and his character Um, I really enjoyed that. And then the next time I do it, I'm like, yeah, I should do this again. I should do this more often. And in those moments, in those times when I'm alone from him, time, it actually is flying by. I literally have no, no concept of time. I'm on do not disturb. And I feel like he's speaking to me a lot more. I've actually been going through this weird manifesting. I like I keep telling myself like I have manifesting powers and I know it's not like 100% true, but I I just know that it's God. Um I know that his hand is in my life and it always has been and always will be, but it's just something that I'm now able to see clearer because I was able to spend that time alone with him. There is so much power in just being by yourself, you and God. I don't want you to mistake this with thinking that you have to go at this life alone yes work hard but when you work hard and you work alone 
you're not working alone. You're working alongside God and you're able to discern correctly the things that he's saying to you, the, the path that he has for you. You're able to see that being forged in front of you because you're allowing him to speak to you. And the only way that you're going to know that it's his voice is when you spend time with him to get to know him and his character. Then when he does speak to you, you're like, oh, that is you. I know that that's you because I've read this in your word or I know how you speak to me. He speaks to us in all different ways. He may whisper to you. He may talk to you in your dreams. He may talk to you through song. He may talk to you through different people. He may physically have to like shake your world upside down to talk to you. It's different for everybody. And the only way you're going to know for you what that is, your relationship with him is when you have relationship with him by yourself. Devotions are great. I love them. I love hearing how God has used, like, I love God using other people to speak to me. I love how they interpret the word and how it applies to our lives. I love that. But there's just something inside of me that wants to know for myself and to be able to read a scripture and say, God, what, what am I supposed to get from this? What are you trying to teach me? And to just let it marinate. That's something that I long for and something that I'm really excited about continuing doing. When you spend that alone time in your walk with God, it then trickles into your business. It then trickles into your family. It then trickles into your friendships. Because when you're able to get by yourself and recharge, no matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert, I'm very much an extrovert. I love people. I get my energy from people. At the same time, it can drain me if I spend so much time around others or constantly having to be quote unquote on um, and just being like the life of the party in a way. Um, when When I get a second to myself, I feel drained. And I need to refuel and I need to recharge. And in order to do that, I need to be by myself. I need to take inventory of the energy that I have and I need to refuel and figure out how I'm going to fill up this tank again to be able to do it the next day or the next hour or next week, whatever it looks like. When you're able to do that, when you're able to step back and recharge yourself and realize where you are currently, am I actually happy? Is there something going on that I'm avoiding? Are there feelings that I need to deal with? Is there a conversation I'm dreading having that I'm just prolonging? Am I making steps towards the goals that I have in my life? Am I making the right decisions in terms of just what the outcome I want to happen is? Am I becoming the person that I want to become? Am I acting in the way that the future me is supposed to act? The only way you're going to be able to figure out the answers to those questions is when you're alone by yourself and you take the time out for that. Because if you're constantly surrounded by other people, other people's opinions and what they think about you or what you think that they're going to think about you or what society says that you're supposed to be doing, you're forever going to be filled with junk and noise. There is so much noise out there. The world is going to scream at you. And God talks in a whisper. And in order for you to hear him, you have to get alone. You have to drown them out with silence and be in solitude. 
Be by yourself to hear God. Continue to work hard, but know that you are not working alone. And it, the hustle culture is amazing, but know that you are not doing it alone. You should have a community of people that support your business, but you should also have that time with God and know that he is supporting you here on this earth as you are walking in his will that he has for your life. You'll be able to discern correctly his voice. You don't have to be available for everyone. And I strongly encourage you not to. Set a time limit of how long you're on social media. Set a time frame of when you're taking phone calls or when you're responding to emails. Let people know that when you're on break at work, you are not available to answer questions, to pick up the phone, to text back, to be interrupted in the break room. Take your break outside in the car like I do. Make sure that you have that time for yourself so that you can recharge and then you can come back better. You can be the person that you're supposed to be and show up at, that you want to be to show up for other people. A lot of times what happens, people think, people think that they have to take care of others before they take care of themselves. But when you take care of yourself, you are better equipped to take care of others. It's not selfish to put yourself first. Putting yourself first means that you care so much about other people. You want to give your best to them, but you have to give your best to yourself first in order to give them the best of you. I hope that this has encouraged you. I hope that you will take time out of your day to set those boundaries, to really understand what pockets of time that you have throughout your day and your schedule, to spend time with God, or to just get away from your phone for a while, just to be one with nature, or spend time with family and friends, or your pet, whatever it is. I hope that you recognize the power that is in solitude, but know that you are not alone and you are not going at this life alone, that God is always with you. I am there for you too, girlfriend. If you need someone to hype you up, you know I am in your corner. If you need advice, you know I am there on a dime, but I hope and pray that you do not value other people's opinions over yours and over what God says about you and your life and the visions and goals and dreams that you have for your life. I love you so hard. I believe in you so much. You were chosen by God. You were created on purpose for a purpose. And I believe in you. Keep going. You freaking got this. Have a good one. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, let me know by leaving a review or better yet, share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can personally thank my new bestie. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and set up a date for next time. How does Monday sound? I mean, Wednesday. Perfect. I'll see you then, girl. Bye.